This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to The Short Coat, a podcast of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. It's a beautiful day in medical education for so many reasons, not the least of which is the presence of my smart, talented co-hosts, Say hello to Greta Becker. Hello, hello. Give a jaunty wave to Mariam Mansour. Hi. Blow a kiss to Brandon Bacalzo. What's up? Give Nathan Spitz a high five. Oh, just a high five from Howdy, howdy Partners. <laughs> uh, welcome. Thank you for uh, joining me today uh, on this on this uh, rainy Friday. Um, Brandon. Yeah. I don't think I've told you congratulations. On? Hello. Your big news. Oh, what are, what is that big news, Dave? Your big news. What do you mean? I'm not going to say August it. August 27th. Hear... August 28th on Facebook, according to Facebook, your big news. I, I can I can say it if no one else I, is I going to. I don't want to toot my own horn, Dave. You're engaged. I am engaged. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, okay. I was I was really thinking of that sweet black turtleneck you were modeling on uh, Facebook. Oh, oh my god! It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, you're 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 gonna get hitched. That is correct. Welcome to the almost welcome to the to the married club. You know, Dave. I have feel... you ever been married before, Brandon? <laughs> Maybe in a past life, but I've I've honestly felt married for a long while now. Have Have you and uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Raven. Raven. Is right. Yes. Have... Shout outs to Raven. Hi, Raven. Uh, we've been dating for uh, the thirteenth of September. Will be our seven year anniversary. Wow. Uh... So we are high school sweethearts, even though we didn't <clears throat> attend the same high school. Um, so I don't know. I felt like we've been in that married space for a while. We're curmudgeon old grandma and grandpa now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's what, that's what, that's, that was, uh, me and my wife. I think we dated for six years or something mm-hmm. before we, mm-hmm. before we got married. And then the proposal was very romantic. She was in my, uh, I, I, we both worked for the university of Massachusetts and we were in my office one day and, uh, and, uh, she said, um, I want your tuition waiver, so let's get married. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. good. Uh-huh. 20, 20 years later. Is this like a red card? Yeah, red it's card like marriage? a business decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to get those perks, Dave. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that tax uh, tax break when you file <laughs> file jointly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not that as a broke medical student that'll do anything. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> don't forget to itemize your deductions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that a part of the proposal? Like, hey, baby, I love you. And the tax deduction. (laughs) I love you, but not just because we're going to save money. (laughs) You're like an offshore tax haven for for my for love. Uh, Um, What what was your? uh, Share some details of your engagement. Was it? Was it? uh, Other than Facebook, was it celebrated in any other way? um, I mean, you don't have to get into the sexy uh, time. No, no, no. 
It was a bit of a public and a private sort of thing. Uh, we went out to a relatively fancy Italian place nearby, Baroncini Restaurant. Oh, not right. a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Other Italian restaurants are available. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you for keeping uh, up. Had some great food, had some great drink, and then went home, did a little bit of... Um, did a little bit of slow dancing mm-hmm. and then uh, made it halfway down on one knee. And she said yes in, in classic wow, anticipatory even... fashion. Oh, so this was uh, this. Oh, okay. so it was more of a genuflect than getting down on one knee sort of <laughs> As thing. it should be. Yes. And then uh, and then we spent two hours FaceTiming with all of our family and friends um, uh, and uh, and and felt the happy emotions and got to ride the wave of being newly engaged for about a week and then reality sets back in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's love, you know. Yeah, love. It's a you know you the high and then there's and then reality sets back in. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't know. I feel like I've been single <laughs> for like at least five years. So you know uh, what? <laughs> that's fine too. Sorry, that, not to put a damper on. Oh, that's, no. We're married to medicine. That's oh, right. I love it. <laughs> I'm married to justice. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, congratulations. Thank well, you. Um, uh, did you guys finish up with an exam today, I hear? Oh, yes, that is very correct. Would you like to relive the trauma a little bit with me today? Mm. Let's trauma bond. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me, uh, tell me how it went. The silence is audible. I think that side was pretty good. Um... Well, it was microbiology, the second of our micro tests, and this one was mostly viruses. Mm-hmm. I liked the bacterias. I did. Viruses it. are a little too uh, on the nose lately. A little too. No, it's not even. It's not even that. You know they had to put in a COVID question or a coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Question. But you, you uh, got to get those clinical relevance points off of you guys. It wasn't even clinical. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even clinical. But um, this is this was the last uh, microbiology exam that I believe we will have oh. one out of two. That's a, so now mm-hmm. we know all of the pathogens that could ever invade your body. Moral of the story is do not go outside. I was just going to say, I've become terrified of literally everything. Mm-hmm. I am now scared of basically we could, everything. We could show you some pictures of worms that would... <sighs> oh, God. Crawling out of God. your butt. <laughs> crawling out of I have, Never I, make you want to see the light of day again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we are on Instagram at The Short Coat, and uh, I subscribe to my fair share of gross mm-hmm. uh, oh, no. medical photo things. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, you, you can't freak me out. The only thing that freaks me out is face lifts don't like facelifts mm. or something about facelifts can't can't deal with something i wish i would uh, that we would have talked about i don't know how to say it but like nigeria foully or something like that it's oh, the brain yeah. eating amoeba mm. yeah, and yeah. Like somebody literally just died from it in florida but like we didn't even mention it and wow. i know there's like a bunch of other important like protozoas and whatnot but i feel like brain eating amoebas are both interesting, like how and fatal. It's and a like, can't miss diagnosis. You think right. we'd cover it? Yeah. How? How? Okay. So, how common is is that? Because every time it comes up, I'm like, well, I'm never uh, <laughs> um, getting in water again. Mm-hmm. I I have little enough brains as I, it is. I'd like to keep them. I can't spout it out. I think the context that I like think or hear of it like there was a woman who used a neti pot who used yeah. distilled water and she like squirted that up mm-hmm. her nose this kid i think and it's also brought up in summertime like in the article they talk about how this protozoa like thrives in like the warm, warm still water. water so like people who go 
you know, swimming in ponds or even like jet skiing or any kind of like water sport thing like that. Mm. If the water gets up your nose, and that's the thing is like it has to go up your nose. Yeah. If you swallow it, it's fine. And then you're it all like travels through the olfactory nerve into mm-hmm. your brain, and then you're your done. Yeah. Every time I hear a new story about uh, Nigeria foul eye, I think of this campground that I once stayed in. Uh, we call it was you know I was an adult with other adult friends and and. Uh, we, well, I don't know what the name of the campground is, but it was kind of seedy and we called it the shady f- spot. Ooh. And um, I still can't remember why we called it that. It just seemed to, I mean, it was, it was definitely shady. There's mm-hmm. nothing sexier than getting a brain eating amoeba. But there was a, but there was a pond and, and to call it a pond is, is really, it's quite an exaggeration. I mean, it was literally like a, uh, a bowl of, of pavement Mm. Not not concrete either. It was like a bowl of 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 asphalt mm. that had water in it, <laughs> and just you know, like standing water. Just standing water. What's the diameter? Like six feet? I uh, well, it was just enough to swim in. I <laughs> would I would say it was probably as big as the atrium. You know, like so it oh, wasn't okay. it wasn't tiny. That's pond. Yeah, that's pond size. But it is, uh, the atrium being the the. Uh, the big open space in our building where, you know, we sometimes have gatherings and, 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 you know, in the before times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, it, yeah. So, but it was definitely stagnant, stagnant, definitely warm. And there were people swimming in it. And to this day, that's, that's the image I picture of, you know, that pond. Seems quite mm. appropriate. Yeah. I, I think, and to wrap up these, something I still struggle with in medical school is like, how do we learn both the general principles and like the super specific mm-hmm. nitty gritty type of things and mm-hmm. like juggling those is still something I struggle with mm-hmm. as evidence on this You exam, have to see but. the trees and the forest at the same time and not get caught into either. <laughs> I was thinking this week though, I don't know if you've felt the same, like for a lot of last year, at least like the first semester, like the amount of knowledge that we had just seemed like overwhelming. But this year, like even if I know I'm not going to learn it, it's just kind of like doesn't face me. Like this is like, like you, you get so much thrown at you, but you're kind of like I learned what I learned. Like we'll oh. see how Friday goes. But you've got a you've developed a fatalistic attitude. I don't know. I, it's not like a pessimistic. Amount it's not like a pessimistic. I right, learned as much as I can, but I don't think that's what fatalism is. I think it just means that you know you do what you can do, and that's that's yeah. all you can do. And you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important. I I feel like that's healthy. It is. Mm -hmm. And I think a really big part of properly transitioning into medical school was kind of developing that mindset. Like, I am one human being. I have one limited human brain. Mm -hmm. I can only learn so much. And everything else I will look up. Yes. (laughs) I will Google. I will Google. Dr. Google. That is very (laughs) important. be there for me. I think attaching yourself and yourself... I'm not, maybe not even self-worth, but attaching your energy and your expectations to the process and not the outcome is one of the biggest challenges just in life and especially in medical school. Because we're all so used to seeing A's roll in, A-B's, and then all of a sudden you get to medical school, it's a bit harder. I think focusing on what you can is very important wherever you are. Yeah, that's do, a good point. Do you... Do you uh do, do you think that it's inevitable that you're going to get to medical school and, and, and suck at it f- for a while? In my humble opinion, I think yes. I feel I like if yeah. you don't 
suck at it at some point, you're going to roll around, roll along for a little bit until you finally hit something that you just can't do that well. Because it's it's inevitable. Like there is just such a broad expanse of things we learn about. Like and they all require such different kind of thinking patterns in order to remember them or in order to study them in the first place that you're inevitably going to hit something that you're just not a pro at. And that is mm-hmm. OK. I think failure should be built into any curriculum um, if you're going to a med school that's worth its weight and salt. And what I mean by that <laughs> sometimes is sometimes like, it seems like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with our specific curriculum, we have, um, you know, physical exam skills and interviewing skills where. I mean, first few weeks, they throw you into the fire in M1, you're you're interviewing a standardized patient, and it's kind of expected that you're going to, in a certain way, fail. Suck at it, yep. And I think that's very important in medical school, and especially in... um, in in medicine just in general this idea that it's okay to not know because i think a lot of us want to pretend like we know and sometimes that's more dangerous for the patient any of you have a favorite standardized patient story that you've Mm -hmm. are you looking for something like Uh, yeah i guess i guess i have one so for our oscar objective structured clinical examination they so we have our. Damn. We have That's our. True. Right. I can never remember Here's what. I don't know what it, I don't know <laughs> what it stands for. Here's another acronym. We have our PETAs, our physical exam teaching assistants, like yep. actually watching us perform the exam on a body in air quotes. This or is something. how I know. This is how I know Nathan's going to be a successful doctor. Or can break I out can the acronyms. The acronyms no baby. It's yeah. all about the acronyms. Um. So we have the bodies who. Uh, oh, oh my gosh! I don't know if I should say this. I hope it's not disparaging. Um, you can like edit it out if it is. I don't think it is. What? Anyway, go anyway we're gonna go there. We're gonna I don't go there. remember. We're gonna go there. Plow ahead, Nathan. We're gonna go there. So we have these bodies, and they like don't say anything. They just like do what you ask them to do, etc. And but they're they're they a living person. They, they are, are living people. people. Right. They're standardized patients. I think that was implied with that they do what you ask them to Correct. do. Okay. Correct. I think it's important to be clear. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, <laughs> in, in, the Harvard College of Medicine is advanced <laughs> to the point where the bodies that we use yeah. can do what they we, we do give them these brain eating amoebas. <laughs> or it's like a plank, you know, the in SpongeBob where they like go into the brain and yeah, uh-huh. yeah, plankton yeah. like yes. mm-hmm. and wow, I've just derailed this. So they have the bodies, and an important part of the physical exam is making sure patients are modest um, at all times. Oh, that you that provide properly, them with modesty. That they, well, yeah. yeah, that they are properly draped, yeah. and that we maintain this this drapage. <laughs> yeah, it's um, not that they're modest. <laughs> right. We want to maintain. We want to maintain. You're like, oh God, uh, uh, I didn't, totally didn't need to see that. Let's try to be a little bit okay, more modest. No, this is like a part of the story. Is we are doing the examination in that. Multiple times, there was some. I'm just gonna say the word breast. There was some, right? There was some, a lot of breast slippage during this exam. And I like multiple times had to like keep, and it was so, it's so obvious that you like. Right, you're like, this. you're like, you're like, oh, let me. <laughs> um, so it's one of those like, wait, you, was this like purposeful on the? I don't think. Part? No, like, I it don't just, think like, it was. Slip- yeah, but it just kept slipping out, Ooh. and it's that kind of like elephant in the room that you like can never like address, but like if right because the, the standardized patient can't respond, you're just like, oh. Oh, let me get that for you. <laughs> so like, let me get that. Multiple oh, they, times. They literally can't respond. No, they can't no talk. multiple times throughout this exam, I'm just like. I uh, moving that drape over and I wish I kind of wanted to like I don't know uh, like say something mm-hmm. about it but I uh 
long ago when I came to the College of Medicine, I used to work for the, the, that program. And uh, so I was the person who sat in the the um, what do you call it the, the waiting room mm-hmm. while you guys gathered before right. the start of your exam. I hand out the clipboards, all that kind of stuff. And so we would sit there, and this 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 it's a waiting room with uh, glass windows out onto the hallway. And unlike some schools where there is a back of house and a front of house, there's just front of house. All right, for for our uh, clinical suites. And um, so the standardized patients walk up and down the hallway to get from room to room, um, to, from exam room to exam room. And uh, back then, often, I don't know if this still happens, but often they were in various stages of undress. Um, and some of the older gentlemen had n- no, no concerns at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as I, I mean, I don't know, like they're, if they're in the right place for it. I mean, nobody... Right. Nobody, and especially as you get old, you just throw caution to the wind. I mean, what else? Yeah, what else is there to do? Yeah, I've been out on my back porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And now everybody is just envisioning Dave. In, nobody uh, needs his that. Birthday yeah, suit. Nobody needs that. That is not a need. You can't. Un- you can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. But my. What I was thinking was, you know, like they're fine. They, they, yeah, they go yeah. through this all the time. That actually reminds me because Brandon said they throw us into the fire in like the first couple of weeks for our first um, physical exam skills session. I had one of the PETAs that you are likely talking about, Dave, and all my other friends were like, "Yeah, our PETAs like stayed like basically like fully dressed the whole time," and I was like, "Um, <laughs> that was that was not my experience." And I had this entire moment where I was like. Oh my God! Like this is my life now. <laughs> You're like, does he? Does he know? It, it was. He, it was. Does he know that he has no pants on? I mean, it was. It was. It was concerning. But anyway, I. That was week two. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. You got to admire their their uh, dedication to their craft. Oh I yes. Mean, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, like they are. Trim- well, uh, the the pitas aren't the. Um, SPs, right? There's not no. a lot of overlap. No, but right. the trainers are that you're talking about. The trainers are not the standardized patients. That is correct. The standardized the patients that, are used for exams. Mm-hmm. Just the standardized patients are used for interviewing, and as exams. in the actors like, and exams. Yeah. So on our OSCE, what I distinctly remember is that they said the PETAs will be grading you, but the person that you are actually completing the exams mm. on has no idea what you were supposed to do. And it was oh, okay. very evident because the PETAs kind of like know what you are supposed to be asking of them. So they kind of like start to turn before mm-hmm. you tell them or whatever. But I would look at this person and I would be like, can you please like move over this way? Because like she wasn't doing it herself. So yeah, yeah, that's why I remember that. Yeah, they're they're tremendous. Like mm-hmm. coming in... Um, for the physical exam, they knew more about the biology of it than I did at that point in time, um, like listening for murmurs and stuff. And um, and then the standardized patients we have for like the verbal history taking are wonderful actors as well. Um, we've got a really great program. And I understand that that's not um, necessarily the case at other institutions. For like physical exam, you may have to practice on your fellow students. Uh, they don't do that anymore, do they? Um, here. I'm not, I think well here no. I'm I think they used to. I, th- I don't know that it was a. I don't know that it was a, a standard thing, but I think people did practice on each other mm-hmm. just you know right. informally. I'm not really sure if it was a you know requirement or anything right. like that. Um, I think part of it is like just the population of Iowa City. We have a lot of like retired nurses who volunteer mm-hmm. to come in, so it's nice because 
I mean, like for the most part, um, people have like medical background. And so then when they're teaching you the physical exam, they're like very quick to correct you. Whereas if I'm practicing on one of my peers, like Mm -hmm. most of the time, we don't even know that we're doing something wrong. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Watch out world because I feel like, yeah, most of the time I don't even know what I'm doing in the physical examination. They're like, all right, I'm listening for breweries, like places that the scope like absentmindedly. Wait, 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 wait. That's the one on the, on the carotid. Carotid. Yeah. But like, I still don't really, I still don't really know like what that is supposed to sound like. Watch it when we're on our internal med rotation, cardiology, we're going to be like going up to a patient. We're going to be like, yeah, I don't hear any murmurs. And the cardiologist is going to be like, uh, yeah, they were actually hospitalized (laughs) (laughs) that's why there's supervision yeah uh you guys got your your schedules we did did. you guys got your schedules for your first uh semester of clerkship i'm terrified and excited what's your first what's your first clerkship internal medicine mp oh be gone oopsie take it easy there (laughs) yeah uh Uh, surgery Uh uh-huh surgery oh rough first one that's fine but i get surgery after ob gone why didn't i get rough first one well, because you didn't ask for it. Mm. Well, you seem very excited about it. Because, okay, I just, I've been looking forward to this for such a long wait, time. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, God, that's horrible. I'm so sorry, No, it's Mary. absolutely fantastic. I mean, OB-GYN is, is surgery plus getting to see babies being born, mm-hmm. which is like the miracle of life. So there is we a, can't just like feel there bad. There is a payoff. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just being whatever. Um, but anyway, I was just, I'm, I'm just so excited about it because it's like the moment that it becomes real, you know? It's like all the stuff in the books that like actually exists and you get to see it mm-hmm. and actually learn stuff. Not that we haven't been learning, but it's different. <laughs> I don't know. It comes in waves, right? It's a different kind of learning. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, it, rotations are a science and any med student that's trying to figure out their rotation preferences, it is a science to many. Okay, and, but it's and, a lottery in the end. Yeah, so it doesn't that, even matter. Some people like me get nothing that they preferenced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nick. That's okay. <laughs> the only thing I wanted was surgery not last, and I got that. Ooh, so I'm okay with yeah. that. Guess who got surgery last? Nathan, Ooh, you will why, what's fine. why is surgery last a problem? So I think for people like who don't want to go into surgery, i.e. me. Um, it's something you yeah, might want to just get it out of the it's way. It's something that you want to get out of the way. And especially like earlier when the expectations are lower, you know, you can come in and like, mm, I'm new. Dirt, dirt, dirt. I don't know anything <laughs> <That'll> be um, <laughs> for something that you like. Greta and Brandon. I am a medical student. I pick things um, up and put them down. <laughs> right. Does this cut things? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, oops. <laughs> the expectations, I believe, and this is me not coming from a place of experience, but just from working of mouth the expectations are a lot lower Mm -hmm. um and i think especially like timing wise because we take step one right like a month after our last rotations obgyn and surgery are notoriously the longest in the hours where you're putting in 12 to 16 hour days they are long hours yeah um so having that last right before you take arguably one of like the biggest exams of our career is not Mm -hmm. not highly sought after um obviously like a fourth of our class has to like Somebody's gonna do it. Somebody's yeah, gonna do it. Has to do it. I didn't want to carry that torch, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Here we are. Your, your sacrifice is appreciated. Yeah, this is some like Carrie Underwood, like Jesus, take the weed, <laughs> take it from my hands. <laughs> oh, okay. What are you, what clerkships are you looking forward to? I think it's evident I'm excited about literally I, everything. Okay. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Seems. You already know, Dave. It's like I know what you're looking at. Through. through and through. I got the turtleneck. 
Yeah. I'm just going to wear that, you know, turtleneck <laughs> for each day on the psychiatry rotation, mm-hmm. only to find out that that's not the appropriate dress code. Can you stitch elbow pads into the white coat? <laughs> oh, I could do that. I could do that. Get some shoulder. You need some shoulder pads, too, yeah. really. I, I feel like the bow tie, <laughs> the uh, the blazer with the patch elbows, and then the turtleneck are the three, the three vital Mm-hmm. components to any psychiatric wardrobe do they still do you still gotta wear ties d- dudes do right um it's or, on i mean its it feels way, like it's, it's on its, it's way, on out. Its way yeah. out as it's like a vector of yeah yeah disease <laughs> transmission <laughs> brain amoeba <laughs> <laughs> authority stop yeah. sticking the tie up your nose yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, and it we just i just watched that lecture of like having stuff around your neck you can induce some kind of vagal response oh if you like, you, know, you massage your carotid, yeah. and you can induce like a vasovagal response, but pass out on rounds because you wore it. <laughs> right. This is a, this is a me problem in that like I don't know how to properly shop for. Like, yes, my ties are fitting. Too, my ties are too small, so yeah. I die. But Tana, what are you excited for? Um, I'm excited for like peds and internal medicine. Like I know I don't want to do surgery, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to go into. So I think like the general ones will be good for me to like see a lot of different things um yeah so i feel like i'm just gonna emerge out of like the dark winter of surgery and, and then i have peds and mm. i am next so yeah. it'll be like a good spring awakening from yes surgery <laughs> in hopefully you're out of cold season so you don't get all the stuff from the kids <laughs> yeah know? true kids are the worst Okay, cold, cold. No, I mean they're lovely, the but kids are the worst. Yeah. They're they're like little petri dishes they're oh, disease they, vectors. They, they really are we we learned that thoroughly yeah, yeah. Um, well, all right. That sounds excellent. That sounds like an excellent uh, upcoming spring and summer. Uh, lifetime. Yeah. Hopefully a certain virus won't throw a wrench in our plans. Yeah. You know what? We're being, I feel like we've got, I've, I don't know. Like I'm, I feel like we've got this. You think so? In terms of like staying in person for the clerkships. Okay. Yeah. 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 For us, at least the undergraduates, they're screwed. Bye. Go home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's declining. Is it? I think it's declining in the in the county. Oh, but. probably because so many people have it. Like when one out of ten to one out of fifteen undergraduates yeah. like get infected in a single week, like mm-hmm. then they're not going to go in and like test positive again. My mm-hmm. old institution just um, placed two dorms on. Two oh yeah, yeah, quarantine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I read about that. Yeah. Well. So I don't think it's like a we're doing well. Like I think it's like a we have done so poorly that yeah, like, I didn't, yeah, like it's the only the only direction we can go is down. They like celebrated last week, and I was like, well, if you're celebrating a twenty percent yeah. positivity rate instead of a fifty percent. I don't know. If I that's just a- want uh, uh, a statement from the CDC just saying, you know what? At this point, we're going herd immunity. We're just going to go full herd immunity. Just yeah. give me a little bit of clarity. Admit defeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. May the Hunger Games begin. Uh, but for you guys, in staying in clerkships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Assuming we, we, we got can this. maintain I feel PPE. good about it. Assuming PPE can still be okay. Yeah. Who knows what the winter will bring, though? Yeah. Yeah. There could be, I guess there could be all kinds of problems. Thanks for bringing us down. Thanks, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Always uh, happy to be a donor. You know what I see all the time here at the Carver College of Medicine? Our bright, shiny faces. Yes. And some of those faces belong to uh, writers 
and artists and musicians. I see creators of all kinds either pursuing their artistic endeavors quietly behind the scenes or doing it loud and proud for all to enjoy. Um, And this brings me to an invitation. I want to invite all of our listeners, all of you, uh, co-hosts and listeners to the 14th annual Examined Life Conference coming this October and November 2020. Uh, All of the sessions are virtual. There are 26 presentations on everything from electro-psychedelic feedback loops. I knew you'd be into that. (laughs) Uh, To exploration of professional grief, from writing workshops to a free and open to the public featured presentation by physician author Rana Oddish. Head on over to examinelifeconference.com to design your personal schedule with our a la carte pricing. Mm -hmm. 15 bucks a session. Wow. Yeah. And we also have some really cool long format workshops you can take uh, advantage of to build your skills and your enjoyment of your life. It's the cafeteria of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is a la carte. Yeah. This is $15 for everybody? Uh, Yeah. Students? Again, that's examinelifeconference.com. Love to see you on Zoom. Artificial intelligence. It's scary. Neural networks. It's scary. Big thing in in, uh, in technology and in medicine these days. They're I mean, taking their germs. <laughs> everyone is rushing to understand how they're best used in many situations, including medicine. Neural networks are, are coming to affect every part of our lives with such serious applications as, as face recognizing security cameras to radiology imaging, image reading bots. To uh, useless chatbots not being at all helpful when you go to your internet service provider's tech support website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are also people who are just fooling around with it, including Janelle Shane, who runs the website AIWeirdness.com. Uh, just for fun, Ms. Shane takes some neural networks and trains them on various sets of data from Halloween costume names or the first sentences of novels. She then uses them to suggest new versions of those things. She's also done this with the names of diseases. Mm -hmm. And while reading the list of new diseases her computer came up with, I realized that this was the perfect opportunity to put on my medical educator hat and use the names her computer generated to give you a chance at practicing delivering bad news. Oh, we have not yet learned that to your patients. Well, we're getting some advanced. You're getting a little preview here. My favorite PETA, yeah. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't mean teaching. Um, so here's how this will work. You will each take turns playing the role of doctor or patient. I have in the bag uh, pieces of paper, each with a disease name on it. Before we, we begin, you will pick one of them at random and only you will look at it. You will then walk into the exam room to deliver to your patients the bad news their tests have revealed and you will tell the patient about the disease and mm. the management strategies you intend to use uh, to preserve the realist now this is that we're getting into PETA you know territory here to preserve the realistic nature of the simulation please act as you would with a real patient mm. using what you've learned about delivering, well, using what you think you might know mm-hmm. about delivering. <laughs> I have this straightest I, right I, now. I confess I'm about like a semester early on this. That's yeah, fine. It's I, okay, we'll take it. I was trying to figure out what to do, and then I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do an old bit. Brandon got so, real excited and just <laughs> reached I'm, I'm for the ready. bag. He's ready. Uh, whoever's a patient, you will react as you think a patient would. Uh, mm-hmm. How about Brandon? You go with Nathan. All right. Brandon's All right. the doctor. Nathan is the patient. patient. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. <clears throat> Give me a moment. Let me get my acting chops ready. If you want to actually knock on the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see if it gets picked up. All right. Come in. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Nathan. Hi. Hi, I'm Brandon Bacalzo. I'm a medical student here at the University of Iowa. How are you doing today? Oh, if I'd be better if I could taste something. <laughs> Nathan, uh, I, I'm afraid I don't have good news. Um, the results came back, and mm -hmm. um, it was an ultrasound that was performed on your liver. Right. And... Um, <laughs> And, and you might recall that maybe a week ago you had eaten some um, uh, uh, some cheese cheese nips. Oh no, cheese it's cheese it's cheese it's are better. Me. Yeah, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> the results of that ultrasound are back, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm afraid the diagnosis is dire. You have oh, I, I have dire. <laughs> Diarrhea. What is dire? <laughs> dire, I barely know her. I'm afraid you have liver bits. Oh, no. This is what happens when you eat too many Cheez-Its at once, mm -hmm. and they make their way into your bloodstream and eventually into your liver. Mm -hmm. um, now, the diagnosis depends on how early we caught it. Okay. We're going to have to do some follow-up <laughs> testing to figure that out, but it looks like we might have to resect part of your liver and uh, clean it of all the bits mm -hmm. and place it back the, the, in. The nips or the its. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. That is correct. Um, so just so I know that I'm you're- I'm kind of wishing now it was liver nips. That would be- <laughs> Uh, I saw too many of those. I'm <laughs> physically I, I, I understand that this is a hard diagnosis to take in. Mm -hmm. Take some time. I'll be back in three or so minutes to take any questions you might have, okay? I'll abandon you. Yeah. <laughs> in your time of yep, yep, Leave yep. me with my thoughts. I'll leave you oh, with your thoughts. Oh, how shall I go on? <laughs> oh, very good. I think, well, that was delivered with... Uh, um, uh, compassion, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think they. I think. Did you feel like you got a full understanding of your of your uh, new of diagnosis? My, my bits. Yeah, of your... my bits. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah. I think I could have used some exploration of how I was feeling oh, about. Okay. Well, that about that comes in three bits. minutes. We got to let you. There you go. <laughs> I need a pro You're right. I need to process mm -hmm. uh -huh. my bits. Well, mm -hmm. you can. I mean, you can take that lesson learned and, and put it to work on Mariam now. Ooh. So grab your grab the bag and do the thing. But I, I probably eating all those nips weren't worth it if I couldn't taste it with my <clears throat> COVID nineteen. True. I got to be honest with you. Like cheese nips, I don't think they taste that great. I used to love cheese nips or cheese cheese it's when I was little, and now I'm like, mm, I don't. Mm. They do nothing for Have me. You had like oh, yeah. the the white cheddar, mm. the white mm -hmm. cheddar yeah. ones yeah, are. Those are, those are well, good. now that there are literally eleven hundred versions mm -hmm. of or the jalapeno yeah. cheese, it's I guess I can find it. Something. There's some god Should tier. We more they goldfish. are not a sponsor. They're also not a sponsor. <laughs> right. You can get like some Walmart brand. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> it's nice that Nathan provided some options. Hi V brand. Get some Walmart. Here we go. Hi right. V. Mm -hmm. All right, are we ready? You got to knock on the door. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. Come in. Hi, Mariam. Yes. Hi, my name's Nathan. I'm a medical student here at the university. Um, how would you like me to address you today? Mariam is fine. Mariam is fine. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. So I'm here on follow up from your last appointment with Dr. Etler, um, <laughs> where we were. Where he know, did not do a very good job. job right. But, you know, like. 
and we were, you know, you were here for your allergy testing. You got, you know, 32 pinpricks on your back. What a um, fun time that was. It was, yeah. It's it's pretty wild. But we had to, you know, there was one test that was indeterminate, and we had to send it to the lab to get more uh, information on what that allergen was. And I have my results with me today, and it looks like, no, I'm going to give a little suspense to you. I have to ask this kind of question first. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yes. Here we go. I'm going to backtrack a little bit, um, if that's all right with you. Sure. Okay. Do you <laughs> do you have any guns in your home? Oh, oh. <laughs> Jump straight um, into am, it. Am I am I required to answer this question right now? Um, I think like for your health, like we really <laughs> want to gather all of the information. Um, so if you, I would like you know if you do have guns in the home, I think it is important for your care moving forward. Oh, I I I mean I I don't, but my, my roommate <laughs> maybe. Okay. May, maybe. And does do you know? Does your roommate stick the guns in the freezer? <laughs> okay, I think I see where this is going. Do you? Sorry, yes. Does, do I, do I, you know? I suppose there there could have been a mishap or two. Okay. All right. Well, I have the results here. Um, and the reason that I was asking is that I just wanted to let you know that you are positive for an allergy to cold Glocks. <laughs> <laughs> So, what that means is, if you ever do come in contact or near a cold handgun, uh, that you can break out in hives across your body, um, and I know that can be can be troubling. Um, so it I is just, a little bit. Yes, you're right. I just wanted to make sure that um, you knew that the treatment plan moving forward um, is pretty easy. Um, you just have to stay away from from handguns that have been in the freezer. <laughs> Does that sound all right? Is is that the only option? There aren't any other Um I can talk with Dr. Etler to see if we have any medications for a cold Glock allergy. Um, <laughs> uh, hello, Dr. Etler. Perfect timing, Dr. Etler. Um, we have a question. I heard you might have a question for me. Yes. Um, so... Uh, Nathan, the lovely medical student here, was just telling me my bad news, and I, I don't know why you're having medical students deliver bad news. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm... I am. He's he is correct. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. <laughs> are there are there no other treatments for what I have? Well, we could we could uh, uh, once a month bring you to the uh, office, bring you to your, your and, and I'm sure that you could get an immunologist, couldn't have to be here, but get your own immunologist, and they could shoot you. <laughs> with the cold Glock. With the cold Glock. And ultimately, and, and eventually, we'll start with small bullets. <laughs> this is active immunization. And then work our way up to larger and larger bullets until you're, you're free of your allergy. Oh, Dr. Eller, um, did we also mention trying microwaving oh, your handguns? That, that's true. <laughs> if you, if that's, a, that's a fine picture. You know, you're smarter than you look. <laughs> so just, just make sure you're, you use gloves or oven mitts when handling any cold that's clocks an excellent in point. the future. Excellent point. I think you, you get fives. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of five. <laughs> Could read more. <laughs> oh, this All is... right. Well, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. I don't know why I'm knocking. <laughs> <laughs> I am exiting the room. <laughs> I like to knock to get into the hallway. <laughs> oh, very good. I feel like I know my disease very well now. You're infringing <clears throat> on my Second Amendment rights. <laughs> oh, I like them cool. <laughs> oh. Uh, Mariam, you're the doctor now. And, I, and, I am. and Greta is the... 
the lucky patient. Indeed. It is me. Shall, shall we? We shall. Come in. Hi, Greta. Yes. How wow. are you today? <laughs> she, she's going to scare the living daylights out of me. Okay. Um, I am Mariam. I am a second year medical student here, and I am speaking with you on behalf of Dr. Etler. How would you like to be addressed today? G. G. <laughs> Sounds good, G. So, um, I'm sure that you remember you had told us a little bit about the problem that you were having a little bit ago. Um, I, I, I will remind you because I know that With there constipation. Quite a few problems that you were having. Um, not that one. Oh, okay. Um, this one was more related <laughs> to what happened when you approached um, the sink at home. Oh, yes, that one. <laughs> Yes. Um, so we did some tests and uh, we had you get that MRI. And in fact, we decided we just wanted to get you through all of the testing. So we got the MRI, the CT, the x-rays, everything, because it turns out you have a disease that has not been here to discovered, but it is now. I don't think I use that word correctly. Here to four. I'm very sleep deprived. It's fine. Okay. So um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to explain to you what this disease is like, um, just since it's brand new here. I think she knows it. Um, she probably does. So uh, this this disease uh, manifests itself when you approach um, any kind of sink or hose, even. And it comes with like this pain in your upper left quadrant and you feel kind of faint. Does that does that sound like about what you've been having? Of course, yes. Okay, so we ran some tests and we found out that you have something called spleen sink. And um, what this means is that whenever you approach a sink, your spleen does indeed move a little bit. So <laughs> toward the sink. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we are very happy that we caught it in time because um, we can treat it. So before I get into those treatments, do you have any questions for me? Um, no, just keep keep going. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wanted to change the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, am I allowed to be in my kitchen? You can be in the kitchen, in fact, um, but we're just going to ask to uh, slowly expose you to different kinds of sinks. So it's <laughs> good. It's exposure therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so what we're going to have you do is within the next couple of weeks, we're going to have you go out to appliance stores and hardware stores and um, meander around a little bit and see if you find a sink that makes your spleen a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Is this it, Spleen? Is this the one? <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> oh, wow. Bravo. Wow. I, I think you took the diagnosis in stride. Thank you. Yeah. You you took the bad news very well. I will give you a chance um, to kind of process and see if you have any other questions for me. But otherwise, I think that's all I have right now. Okay. I can't go home. I'll just go out and sit in my car. There's so many sinks at At Greta's home, every every room has a sink in it. it <laughs> terrible design decision, especially in hindsight. Jeez. Yeah. Boy. All right. Well, very good. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, uh, Greta, why don't you take one and uh, 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 Brandon can be your patient. Spleen sink. I can't. Do <laughs> I'm too sleep deprived to have done that. You did well. Fine. You did Thank well. You. Thank you. <laughs> This is like a I think it was it was a little uh, long winded, but 
well, you, know, you got there in the end. But you got there in the end. I think the spring... Greta didn't seem to care. She was just like, mm-hmm. Right, you got to read the room. She, yeah. she had too many problems. She's like, which yeah. one am I here for again? Yeah. Oh, kind the, of, the sink one. Yeah. <laughs> kind of wish I could poop my pants right now, but I'm I'm constipated. <laughs> Whenever I'm on the show, it's always like diarrhea or constipation related. <laughs> okay. It's a running joke. Oh, <laughs> wow. My second time on the podcast ever, I just got roasted by Dave for saying, I went diarrhea. Yes, of, I went diarrhea. I have, because I struggle with IBS, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you see? Greta's, I need a time Greta's to Greta's looking down at, at the, the sheet Don't of paper. Don't know if this is good to joke about. Okay. Okay, well, I'm ready for it. Well, you can it. just cut it out. Of it. Um, okay. Yes, come in. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Bacalzo. Hello. How would you like to be addressed today? My liege. <laughs> it's my pleasure to see you today, my liege. Thank you for coming into the cancer clinic. Oh, I'm absolutely chuffed to be here. <laughs> Are you? Um, could you remind me again... Why you were in the cancer clinic last time? Well, you see, the doctors found a, a lesion on my brain in the language center that makes me take on this ridiculous <laughs> accent. Can you pinpoint where the accent is from exactly? Um, somewhere I've heard in the United Kingdom. Oh. Um, I do not appreciate your mocking of my condition. <laughs> I just thought it would be helpful if I also took on the same approach. <laughs> yes, it's always a good idea to mock your patients. Just mirroring. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just taking taking that to the extreme, you know. So I'm afraid I have some um, bad news about the cancer. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's cancer. <laughs> About the past brain cancer. it We think uh, it may have resurfaced. Mm. Um, but interestingly, we don't think it was in the brain. Well, this is terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so it appears that you have cancer of the cancer. Mm. How terribly vexatious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I have many questions. Yes. Um, Am I normal now? (laughs) Well, yes. So it appears that the treatment for this... Mm -hmm. Would be to. Uh, Are we just continuing? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Dr. Etler's Come coming. In. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, hello. I couldn't remember my accent if I ever had one. Um, uh, how are you? How are you doing? Breaking the news to the patient, uh, uh, student, Doctor Becker. Not well. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, uh, do you have any questions about the diagnosis, uh, Mister uh, My Liege Bacalzo? Um. Um. Well, I'm, I'm. I heard that was what you were called. It's in your chart. That is correct. Yeah. Um, am I? Cu- Maybe Greta should read the chart once in a while. <laughs> so, if I'm understanding this correctly, my cancer has cancer. Yes. So, does that mean it's now normal? Because I'm noticing my voice is back to normal. Well, the, yes. The the cancer uh, has taken over your cancer, mm-hmm. 
and has made some very uh, significant inroads to your cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I suspect, I mean, this is not something we've seen too many times, mm-hmm. uh, but I suspect that you will be free of your original cancer uh, very shortly. Unfortunately, uh, the cancer that has taken over your cancer uh, will stay and you will have cancer. <laughs> and uh, I think that's what we're looking at uh, now. Okay. Um, your prognosis, however, is excellent. Mm. Uh, cancer of the cancer um, is imminently treatable. Ooh. Yes. What's the treatment done? Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody like Dr. Etler's post. One <laughs> One like equals one, one less cancer. Yes. <laughs> like this, like this diagnosis. Uh, if you agree with it, share. If you don't agree with it, mm-hmm. <coughs> God. Oh no, he's got it. Too. You've passed your cancer. The cancer. Oh boy. Well, goodbye. <laughs> that, that reminded me of that was painful. the uh, SNL skit with uh, Christopher Walken and Will Ferrell where they're the band. He's like, you know what this song needs? Like more oh, cowbell. I got a fever. Yes. <laughs> and the only prescription is, is more, more cowbell. cowbell. So it's like the only prescription for your cancer <laughs> is more <laughs> cancer. <laughs> I mean, it's genius, really. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's do one more. Okay. Um, how about Nathan? Mm-hmm. You do your doctor for Greta. Mm. <coughs> it's like we got a case of the. You can't. Mm, don't say it. I know. I know. I know how to play the game. I've been working the game for too long. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Ready. We are ready. Come in. Hi, Greta. Hi. Hi, my name's Nathan. I'm a medical student here Hi, working Nathan. under Dr. Dr. Adler. He may be stopping by um, oh, shortly. I'd be honored. <laughs> um, how are you doing today? I'm good. Doing good. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, so I got a chance to look over your chart, and it looked like whenever somebody was swearing around you that you just started taking your clothes off for no reason. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Uh, I'm... I'm- I feel bad that I have to admit this, but yes, that's true. Okay, right, and it's 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 a totally normal reaction. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's something it's right. It's something that that we do see often. So I just you okay. know want to make sure that you know that it's okay and it's not it's not your fault. It's not something oh, that you caused. Um, so we were able to run some tests, um, and I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Oops, this is the wrong test. Uh, here we, we go. I now have reassuring. your test. I have your test. What's your date of birth? Yes, correct. <clears throat> and it looks like you officially... Uh, sorry, I just want to make sure. Um, if Are you ready to receive some potentially bad news? Do you? Would you like to call somebody? Um, would you mind if the doctor came in for the news? <laughs> All right, yes. Uh, the, Dr. Eller is very reassuring, and he can be there to support you. All right, you may come in, Dr. Edler. Uh, well, thank you for allowing me to come into the exam room, you young whelp. <laughs> I will be reporting you to the dean. You're um, to give you your email. Yes. So, Dr. Edler, I was just about to break the bad news to, ah, yes. to Greta. Yes. Terrible, and, terrible news. Right, and she was really looking for some support. Mm. So well, That's why I'm here. <laughs> is this warm, comforting man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so officially, we got the results back, and you've been diagnosed with cositis. Jesus oh. Christ! <laughs> Don't, Doctor Edler. She's going to start removing her I'm clothes. Also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
So oh. this can be. It gave um, us such a shock to me. <laughs> I'm sure it can be be terrifying as shit to. Uh, <laughs> I'm to, sorry, I didn't mean to take my shirt off. <laughs> take your shit off. <laughs> Put that back on. Put that back on. It, oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure it can be really difficult to hear news like that, but the good news is we have some really freaking good treatments. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> top of the top of the uh, what 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 is the top of the line treatments? Um. So what sort from of from Japan? Oh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> from Japan. From so, Japan. That's so, where all the good treatments yes. come from. Like, do- like Dr. Eller said, um, our, our most promising treatment is to hop on a plane at LAX and head over to Japan. And yes. The nearest airport, of course. And then when you get off the plane, if you get, when you get off the plane at LAX with your dream in a cardigan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you get off the plane naked at LAX. <laughs> with a dream in a cardigan, make sure you look for Miley Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> Um, do you have any questions for me about Cositis? Um, what have, let me let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What have been the uh, social implications of your? I mean, we we should talk about uh, your feelings because I, as an eminent uh, Cositis. Uh, researcher and physician, uh, understand how devastating this condition can be. Well, since the pandemic has started, I have been able to deal with it better because... Yeah. yeah. Please stop. (laughs) Um, When my partner walks into the room and swears, I try to remove my shoes and socks first. Ah, very good. Excellent strategy. This is very important for a chronic illness. You must develop strategies. Yes, yes. I am sorry to interrupt your story, but are you you implying that you're wearing (laughs) socks and shoes inside your home? Because uh, you may track in... A hookworm or Geo Hellman. I think that's, that's the least of my problems. <laughs> okay, sorry, you may continue. Um, but I'm I'm nervous to go back to work because this strategy that I've designed to deal with this is not going to work any longer. Where do you yes. work? Um, I'm a medical student. Mm. May, uh, may I suggest? I'm a doctor. There are a lot of swear words. <laughs> yes, there are a the lot of swear in words medical in medical school. <laughs> uh, may I suggest that you wear many, many layers of clothing? Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, hats, scarves. Mittens. Mitt- yes, excellent. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what do you call those? Sweatbands. Things like that. Okay. Um, I think that will that will assist uh, with you with your problem. Then it won't, then it won't uh, look so so uh, unusual for you to be removing clothing. Can you can you write a prescription for me for this excess clothing? Well, indeed, I, don't I think it'll be covered by insurance. Indeed, I can. Oh, okay. It won't it won't help at all. But I will <laughs> happily write you a prescription. Okay. Maybe you can s- submit it to your flex credits benefits <laughs> thing. And I just want to make sure that you're understanding the treatment plan. So can I have you repeat back to me what you understand that plan to be? Uh, sure. So I'm going to uh, put as many layers of clothing as I can on my body, including um, headbands and such. And then I'm going to <laughs> go to work. She got that part right. And as soon as I hear the swearing, then I'll start removing the clothing. But hopefully I'll have enough clothing on that it will be... Mm, yes. Okay. Right. And I just wanted to remind you of the trip to Japan. Oh, and, and I'm also going, I for, totally forgot, I'm going to Japan. Yes. And when you hop off the plane at LAX, please look for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, yes. Noted. Noted. All right. Thank you very much. Um, and good luck. Please let us know if you do have any questions about your 
fucking Casitis. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Nathan, let's talk about your future. <laughs> As your mentor. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, that was very good. Uh, you did very, y'all did very well. I, I have great hopes for your future as, uh, uh, caring, um, uh, deliverers of bad. And it's inevitable that it's going to happen. So it's good that we practiced it. Three out of five. Yes. <laughs> too, Absolutely. Too uh, very good. Well, that is our show. Uh, guys, thank you for being my co-host today. It's been a pleasure, Dave. Yes, it's been great. Uh, and what kind of idiot would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcoats, for making us a part of your week? If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show uh, wherever fine podcasts are available. I remind you that uh, we love your questions. They're important to the show because it means it can be what you want it to be about. Send them uh, and any comments you have to the shortcoats at gmail.com or you can leave a message to 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about it on the show. While your podcast app is open, we hope you'll be the kind of listener we're always grateful for. Give us some stars and a review to let us know if we're doing this podcasting thing right uh, thank you very much the show is made possible by a generous donation by carver college of medicine student government and ongoing support from the writing and humanities program our music is by dr vox and catmosphere talk to you in one week 